Can you tell me story again? All right. Okay. So I think we're alive now. Awesome. Yep. Always good to be alive. It is always good to be alive, especially in this spooky month. Exactly, because you never know. It's true, you don't. I guess you could be a ghost. You could be. You could be. I mean, there's a lot of movies out there where there are ghosts and you don't know it quite yet. Yeah, that seems like a real bummer. Yeah. Mm, anyway. Yeah. Okay, well, I guess, hello, everybody. I'm Jeff. I'm Rachel. This is Grandma Tell Me a Scary Story, the podcast. Nothing else. We're not very fancy. We're just a podcast. Yep. Yep. Just have to forgive any dog sounds or cat sounds or bird sounds or anything else that comes up today. (laughs) Nah, it's fine. Don't forgive them. Just just deal. Just deal with it. I can't help it. Just deal. This is this is what you this is what you came to listen for is dog sounds. Yeah, he's just louder today because he knows we're not recording normally. So he's like, oh, I'm going to be everywhere. Oh, I thought he'd still remember the computer when you're on it as a work time thing. You'd think that, but it's a weekend. So he's like, no. Oh, so he knows. Okay. Yeah, he does the same thing when I'm studying. He's like, no, it's the weekend. Gotcha. 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 Yeah. I don't know who taught my dog weekends versus work days, but. I don't either. That's impressive. Punished. Um. (laughs) Anyway, yeah. Yeah. Because we're here to tell stories and such. We are. So what do we got today? Okay, so today we have um, a somewhat local story, and it takes place in Ohio. So, like, local to us as in in the same state. Yeah. Not local to anyone else if they don't live in Ohio. (laughs) <laughs> but whatever it's a ghost story so i thought it was appropriate it's, appropriate. it's always appropriate well i mean yeah we are a podcast about those things so we are indeed it's always it's always fair game yep anyway so today we're going to be talking about the um it has kind of like two names i guess either the grand river light or the Fairport Harbor, like Light, Lighthouse. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's located in Fairport Harbor, Ohio. Okay. So, nicely named. Where is um, that? <laughs> it was built in 1871. Okay. A 60-foot tower with a detached lighthouse keeper's house. Okay. So that's cool. Um, and it was technically, the light, like the light, the house itself was like decommissioned in uh, 1925 mm-hmm. and then replaced by a new lighthouse called the Fairport Harbor Harbor West Breaker Light. In case anybody out there likes lighthouses, I know some people are like really into them. So, yeah, some people, I mean, I, not me, um, but yeah, <laughs> I know there are lighthouse people out there, so like I thought I'd include you know, cool facts about. Yeah. The lighthouses. I don't know. Somebody out there would will appreciate it. I'm sure. Like one person. <laughs> Maybe. Um, Possibly. Anyway. Yeah. So at one point in time, the Coast Guard decided um, 
that using the keeper's house to mm -hmm. like keep their personnel was like a good idea. Mm -hmm. And I went to demolish the tower. But a letter writing campaign by local residents like was started mm -hmm. and they prevented it from happening. So they had to keep the lighthouse up. <laughs> Which whatever, I don't know. Um, and then in 1945, the Coast Guard, like, kind of just gave the ownership of the tower over to the town. Oh, okay. I guess since they couldn't demolish it and do what they wanted, they were like, fine, like, yeah, here, take it. We don't want it anymore. Plus, like I said, it was decommissioned in 1925, so it wasn't, like, an active lighthouse anymore, so. Yeah. They didn't really need it, I guess, besides storage. And okay, I, guess I don't know how it. much... Yeah, I don't know how much storage a lighthouse really provides you. Um, I don't know. I would guess the top part would be pretty good. I mean, you'd be a pain in the butt to get the stuff, but, you know. Yeah, it just doesn't seem very practical. Storage house, it's like storage building to me, but you could rent out storage units in your lighthouse, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Here, you can have this section of stairs, you can have this section of stairs, you know, just yeah. so on and so forth. Anyway. Moving along. Yeah. Um, the tower is still open to the public, mm -hmm. which is cool. And the uh, keeper's house is actually like a museum. Mm -hmm. um, it's called the Fairport Harbor Marine Museum and Lighthouse. Um, and apparently it's like the first of its kind in the country. Oh, that's cool. And yeah, it's operated by the Fairport Harbor Historical Society. Oh. Which is fun. Yeah. Um, and you can actually, like, still climb the lighthouse. Like, go up to the top. Yeah. Which is cool. I don't know. I don't I don't go to lighthouses, so I don't know if that's, like, a common thing or not. <laughs> but you can go up and, like, get a view of the harbor. So that sounds, like, fun. I think it's probably a pretty common thing. Because, yeah, it's the whole point is, like, trying to sell that experience of look at this view of the harbor or shoreline or wherever you're at. Yeah. So. Um, anyway, so the museum, as I said, is like it's open seasonally and it's located at 129 2nd Street in Fairport Harbor. Mm -hmm. In case anybody ever wants to go visit it, it's there. Um, and better yet, the lighthouse and museum are both said to be haunted because, as I said, this is a ghost story. So, oh, yay, not a history lesson. Um, <laughs> I don't against do that. history lessons. Uh, who cares about history? Um, Oof, okay. <laughs> sometimes I do. Dog, you gonna get your face off my pillow? I'm like, do something. No. Um, sorry. My laptop is propped up on the pillow, and he keeps resting his face on it and pulling it down. That's okay. Uh, anyway, like I said, ghosts, hauntings. Ghosts. So legend says that there's a cat that haunts the facility. Hmm. That's right, cat, because that's George's favorite thing. Yes, it's my favorite favorite thing. <laughs> Cats. Cats ah. and ghosts. Cats and ghosts. A cat so ghost. A ghost cat. Yeah. It's perfect for you. They yep. don't leave hair behind. It's true, they don't. I hope. Fingers crossed. Ghost hair. That'd be weird. Um, <laughs> and you can see it. You just can't get rid of it. Yeah. Anyway, um, volunteers and tourists 
both have said that they have seen the cat. Um, but not not a lot of people have said they've seen it actually. Hmm. But more people have reported like feeling like a cat rubbing against up like up against their leg or something. Mm-hmm. It's kind of creepier in my opinion. Yeah, just a little bit. Because what if it's like a rat? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Just first thing that comes to mind: rat or giant spider is actually what you're feeling. Um, Which neither is good. No, I don't think so. Anyway, so as I mentioned, the original lighthouse was built in 1825. And the population of the town had reached about, like, 300. There was a notice issued by the Painesville Telegraph Mm -hmm. asking for, like, for lighthouse bids. Oh, okay. To build the lighthouse. Mm -hmm. Um, So, A. Walworth. I didn't write down the first name. My bad. (laughs) Uh, Last name Walworth. Okay, um, so Mr. or Mrs. Walworth. Yeah, it was a, I'm pretty sure that was a man, right? That's what I wrote. I said he, so I'm assuming I, did, I wasn't talking about a company. Um, yeah. We're going to go with that. Signed mm-hmm. that proposal, um, but when he didn't actually leave, like, a detailed plan mm-hmm. for, like, an actual builder. Or for the builder. Just kind of, like, said, here, I want it, this <laughs> sort of thing. But, like, there weren't. Act, like really good plans. Um, he specified like the height of the deck and depth of the foundation, number of windows, and the materials for use. So I guess mm-hmm. that's good. Yeah. So like, he was really specific about certain things, but not. Yeah, he's like, everything. I know I want this stuff, but nothing else. Right. I'm not a builder, so I don't really know. I mean, like that sounds pretty specific to me. So. Yeah. But that's what I that's what I read. So. Uh, um, the builders were named Hiram Wood and Jonathan Goldsman. Mm-hmm. Um, and they got the contract. And they were supposed to build all of this for $2,900. Oh, dang. So, sounds like a good deal to me. Probably wasn't. Um, it was probably about standard back in the day. Yeah. I just mean, it sounds really cheap to me. But, yes, no, I'm sure it was, like, normal pricing. Um Yeah. I know I said I wasn't going to, like, have a history lesson here, but we kind of do. But it's <laughs> getting back into the ghost. Yeah. Anyway, so, construction went smoothly at first. Mm-hmm. At first. That's how it always goes, right? Like, everything's going really well, and then you realize it's not. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, there was some miscommunication concerning the cellar, as in, like, the basement area. Not, like, as in who sold it to them. Mm-hmm. That kind of cellar. Um... And so, construction of a cellar wasn't actually included in their plans. Okay. But I guess they were supposed to have one there somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, so, after the construction of the lighthouse, Walworth was really upset, and he contacted Goldsmith and Wood to, like, actually come back and build the, or complete the cellar. <laughs> and had to pay them for properly. it. So I guess it wasn't, like, included in, like, the initial like plans or anything, so they weren't actually paid to do it. Oh, okay. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, and then Goldsmith actually applied for the lighthouse keeper's job. Mm-hmm. But he wasn't he didn't get it. Just silly. I guess he wanted it, he built it, so he's like, I want to work there. And they were like, No, no, we want our actual person who knows what they're doing. Yeah, but they didn't do that. So, um, 
yeah anyway fairport harbor which is on lake erie in case any, anyone didn't figure that out i don't think i actually said it so hmm. it's on lake erie yeah. um was it well at least one point in time was kind of like a hub of commerce at that point in time mm -hmm. um but cool thing uh the lighthouse itself was actually also like part of and i guess Fairport harbor we're both like kind of as a final stop for the Underground Railroad. Oh, that is cool. Um, and the lighthouse was kind of like you see the lighthouse and that's like the beak. That was like the beacons of the slaves. Like you've made it. Yeah. Which I just think is really cool. Yeah, that's pretty dope. Um, and there were ships that were waiting there like and they would help escaped um, the slave help the escaped slaves like and they would like hide them and take them to Canada. And a lot of the slaves were actually kept hidden in the um, lighthouse until a ship was available to take them. Oh, nice. So, yeah, it's kind of, we're not talking about, like, necessarily people of ghosts, but I just thought that's kind of, like, a darker side to the lighthouse. Yeah. Like, it's a good thing that, I mean, good that these people were helping them escape, but at the same time, it's still, like, kind of a dark. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, I get you. Dark happenings there. Yeah. I'm sure it wasn't always super pleasant. Oh, no, I can't imagine it was always pleasant. Yeah. Or even so ever. Then, no, never. Um, But, I mean, I'm guessing there weren't always happy endings. Yeah. But anyway, moving on. As far as we're concerned, it was all happy endings. Um, yeah. Everybody made it. Yeah. In 1871, uh, a Civil War veteran named Captain Joseph Babcock and moved his wife and young daughter Hattie um, into the lighthouse. And um, they had two more sons, but in 89, um, the four, they had a 14 year old son, Robbie, who died. Um, not sure like what from. Mm -hmm. um, but some other sources say that he was actually five. So, like, I don't know what's up with the age discrepancy. Mm hmm. Um, and like the one that's 14, like said he was 14, didn't really give a reason as to why he died, just that he did. Um, but oh, some okay. of those horses that say he was five said he died from smallpox. So they had a kid, he died. We don't know how old he was. Um, mm -hmm. or I guess if they actually had one, I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, just pointing that out. Um, yeah, so as far as our ghosts, I don't know where all these other ghosts are, but. Yeah. They just have a cat, as far as I know. Um, in 1901, it was written in the Painesville Telegraph that after his years of experience in the lighthouse and on the lakes, Captain Bab Babcock is perfectly familiar with his present duties and no more efficient keeper could be secured. The Fairport Light is one of the best on the lakes, and the distance at which the light can be seen is estimated at 18 miles in clear weather. Hmm. So he was well liked. Well, he was well-liked and apparently did his job well-ish. Yes, um, apparently. But, unfortunately, after their son Robbie's death, like, pretty shortly, of whatever he died from and however old he was, mm -hmm. uh, wife Mary was really sick, or she got really sick, mm -hmm. and she became bedridden, and um, she kept cats around a lot. Mm-hmm. Quite a few cats. Um, I guess it's like kind of helped keep her company. 
Yeah. Pass the time, give her something to talk to, I guess. Um, there was a he- cat named Sentinel, who was a gray cat that her husband had actually found in the basement. You know, with all that controversy about being built, which is that funny. Um, anyway, and she like the Sentinel, the gray cat. He kind of became like the uh, her best friend. He was always with her, never left her until she died. And then the cat just disappeared. Oh, okay. But, you know, like a lot of animals, I think he probably was just sad because his person was gone. Mm-hmm. And so he kind of just, like, left. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Just saying. Yeah. Anyway, um, time passed. As it does. As it do. And yep. then um, the trustees decided to put like in air conditioning in the museum because now it's a museum we're back in like present times mm-hmm. and um a worker installing the new system basically like made his way into the crawl space of the basement which um from what i read it was really like a, not crawl spaces aren't you know fun to go in Mm-mm. anyway and this one was normal crawl space like you had to kind of climb in not really yeah you gotta crawl basically yeah. Sounds really gross and I wouldn't go in there. Um he, anyway, so he kinda had his head on something, like and he realized it was not what he like not normal. Mm-hmm. Like something it shouldn't have been there. So he wanted to figure out what his head was on and it was a dead cat. Oh, lovely. Not just a dead cat though, like the mummified remains of a cat. Oh, so it'd been there for a while. Yeah. And it turns out it was a gray cat, of all things. Oh. So. Lovely. Yeah, yeah that's real fun. Um, and so for years before this, the volunteers and people would be working in the, you know, um, in the lighthouse. And they would say, that, like, they felt someone or something. Mm-hmm. Like, watching them. Or just nearby, you know, like, something... Sorry, excuse my cat. Um, if you can hear that, she's chirping at the birds. Um, yeah, you. Anyway, um, what was I saying? Oh yeah, the cat. So yeah. curator Pamela Brent swears that she had seen like a wispy gray spirit of a cat. Mm-hmm. Um, but of course, like the story was dismissed. Um, but she claimed this before the remains had ever been found. So it's just a little more interesting just because, you know. Yeah. People were saying they were seeing this cat and then they found a dead cat. Yeah. Um, so I have a quote from her, which is kind of fun, fun I guess. Yeah. Um, a lot of people don't believe in ghosts, George. Hey. But I do. Lighthouses are magnets for ghosts. They are an area of safety for spirits. Okay. I don't know. Um, because, like, again, the only ghost I've actually found. Reference really, of is, is the cat. The cat. Yeah. But, you know, whatever. Um, and so today. In the museum, um, you could actually still find the mummified remains of the cat on display. Interesting. Which is. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, 
I'm not sure that's something I'd want to go see necessarily. Mm-hmm. But if you want to, yeah, you're welcome to. Yep. Um, and people do still like report sightings on occasion, but it seems to be like I guess it kind of slowed down once the remains were found. Oh, okay. I don't know. Hmm. Um, anyway, let's take a quick break and then I will go into some personal experiences that people have had. Okay. All right. So. Let's get that out before we start recording. Oh, okay. Well, there, there. That, that's that's how you know we're back, everyone. That last powerful hiccup. I was trying to hold it in. Yeah. Well. Is it didn't work? Nope. Not quite. <laughs> Sorry. But anyway, um, so I found, and during my research, I found this one um, group that did some, like, ghost hunting and everything there. Mm-hmm. And so I found a bunch of quotes about, like, their experiences. So I think it's kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. So we're going to talk about that now. Okie dokie. Um, so the first person is someone, man named Greg Koss. Koss? I don't know. Sorry, people. I'm going to butcher your names. It's gonna happen. Um, so this he's let's see, it was start with him. The equipment that I used was my EDI meter, my IR camera, and my voice recorder. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. At one point in the investigation, I used my K2 and a mock-up of a bridge on an iron ore ship. I don't okay. know. Yep. I was receiving responses back on the K2 on questions about the bridge and if they ever ate sea rations. I asked if he, I also asked if he was a captain. The K2 responses and a few EMF readings on the bridge were the only were the only evidence I captured. I had no EVPs and no images were captured on my IR camera. Okay. So I guess he was talking to the captain. I guess, yeah, that's what it sounds like. Uh, next, we have Barbara Meager. Hi, Barbara. <laughs> During this investigation, four EVP sessions were conducted and several pictures were taken. No photographic evidence was seen. Kind of a common occurrence here. Uh, the first EVP session lasting 10 minutes and 32 seconds in the basement. No EVPs were heard on review of the recording. Some EMF anomalies were detected. Hmm. No, you're not a ghost. Shut up. Second EVP session was conducted in the library and lasted 10 minutes and 54 seconds. No EVPs were found. Um, There there were several EMF spikes, and once the ghost ball lit up, apparently by itself, I don't know what a ghost ball is. Huh. I don't really either, but I, I imagine it's just something that's used to like, like it sounds like it's just like a light that if there's, you know, spooks about, it'll activate and light oh, that up. That sounds fun. Okay. Um, anyway, we could not recreate this, the event that caused the ghost ball to light. However, it did not repeat itself. Oh. 
cool. Third EVP session was conducted at the top of the lighthouse, um, and no EVPs were heard on this recording. This is like a really boring event. Um, anyway, yeah. fourth EVP session was conducted outside of the museum, and also no no EVPs were heard. Nice. So thanks, I guess. Yeah. Um, I do like that she was like, yeah, no, we, I went, I did this thing, um, and I got nothing. <laughs> yeah. So thank you for that. Um, next is Catherine Meager. I think she's probably related to Barbara. Probably. That's my guess. I have never been to a lighthouse and was extremely excited. I have to say that I was glad it was not ex- extremely tall lighthouse or I would have never made it up the stairs. Thank you for your honesty. Um, yes. The history was very interesting. The woman that had lived there was very fond of cats. After the passing of the former occupants, the renovation re- revealed, that should be revealed, sorry, um, a mummified cat that had died in the home. The body of the animal is on display in a glass case. The most exciting part of the ghost hunt was when we were in the museum. Barb had a ball that would light up if it were touched. The ball lit up. We tried to debunk it, and no matter how how hard we jumped and walked on the floor, we could not get to do it again. Get it to do it again. So I guess that's what a ghost ball is. Touch it, it lights up. Yeah. That sounds like fun. Um, but I guess she also didn't find anything. Moving on. Yeah. To Kathy Para. So I don't think she's related. But maybe to the other people. Um, GRS had the opportunity to investigate this lighthouse. That's their group. And the old residents beside it. The lighthouse was operational for 100 years. Mm-hmm. and has quite a bit of history. The lightkeeper's residence is now a museum. Which, which all things we already know. Thank you, Kathy. GRS members attending were. We've already heard from some of these people. Pat. Meager, Barb Meager, uh, Marge Suka, Mike mm-hmm. Wright, Greg Costale, Kazmarak, and I. Okay, good to know. We, got, we covered most of the building as well as the lighthouse, doing an EVP session at the top, middle, and the bottom. So they were thorough. Yeah. Then in the residence museum, we did EVP sessions in the basement, main floor, including the bridge room. In the second floor. I don't know what a bridge room is. Is that like maybe it connected the house to the lighthouse? Maybe. That'd be pretty cool. That would be kind of cool. Um, there was K2 and other EMF activity, EMF meter activity, sorry, and pretty much all the areas along with interesting and sometimes relevant responses from the obelisk. I don't know what an obelisk is. Mini portal and phone apps. Hmm. I like how she got responses but nobody I else guess that first guy did too i forgot about him yeah you're just like ah, eh, we got nothing yeah but our ball lit up so hey yeah <laughs> that's all we got um on the second floor something set off a trigger ball okay can we all just call it can we choose a name and just like go with it mm-hmm. <laughs> sorry um Trigger ball that was on the floor. Apparently, one of the light keepers had a wife who had many cats that would stand to reason a cat would approach the ball and bat it, which would light it up. 
That was very interesting. In the basement, after the words cold air came through, the temperature dropped 10 degrees within ten, about 10 minutes, which was interesting. Also in the basement, yes, also, the spirits got to show their sense of humor. Ooh. I know, right? They're there funny. really wasn't anywhere to sit down there during our EVP session. After a while, a couple of investigators each took a five-gallon bucket and turned them over to sit on. There were no more big buckets, so I thought I could sit on a little bucket. I have knee issues, and when I tried to get down to sit on the little bucket, I knew it wasn't going to work, so I stood back up. Everyone was laughing at my dilemma and joking around. I decided to try it one more time, but once again, after squatting so far, I had to give up and stood up again. Of course, we all cracked up i imagine i look like an idiot then the words so weak came through yes the spirit was right i was waiting for when the spooks showed up and they disappointed i know right i was waiting for them to like kick the bucket out from under her or something yeah something like real pranky but just to tell her she's weak that's 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 just mean right anyway um, upon reviewing my audio, I did get a whisper at the top of the lighthouse. I am including it in my report, but need to check with two others who were also recording at the time to see if they also got it. And also make sure it wasn't one of them whispering. Didn't sound like any of them, but I'd like to check. This was my first lighthouse, and it was as exciting as I expected. I had a great time exploring it. Okay, sure you did. So, yeah. Um... Yeah, so anyway, that is the very short, kind of basic story of the ghost cat of Fairport Harbor. Mm -hmm. I just thought it was kind of fun, um, because it's a cat, and yeah, yeah. a cat Cat. in a lighthouse. Yeah, it's cat ghost. Yes, ghost cat. Um, Anyway, yeah. I don't know. I found it. That's why I like that I found. I was able to find all their findings. Um, there were more. I just didn't read all of them because it was a lot yeah. of the same from that group. Like they all have their findings, like of their um, ghost hunt. Mm-hmm. Just fun. We should do that sometime. Maybe. I know you're like so noncommittal with all these fun things that I would love to do. You're just boring. Yeah. Well, you know. We could go to a haunted brewery. We could get beer. We could <laughs> talk to ghosts. If you drink enough beer, you'll probably talk to quite a few. Yeah, probably. <laughs> that I, how that want, works? I don't know that I want to talk to ghosts when I'm drunk, though. That that's that doesn't sound like a good time. Why not? I think it'd be hilarious. <laughs> I think it's just gonna be depressing. <laughs> I think it'd be entertaining, but you know, that's just me. Yeah. It probably would be entertaining for you. Well, that's what, well, yeah, I mean, who else would need to entertain? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Exactly, it'd be great. Anyway, um, yep, so that is my story. Okay. The ghost well. cat of Fairport Harbor, sorry, is a little short, but. It's fine. They're not all going to be hours, hours long episodes, right? Correct. Yeah. And I think, sorry, I'm checking our schedule. Um, 
Yeah. Okay, so that's this should be our last episode before our break. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. When are we coming back? Um, let's see. Well, the we first announced at the beginning. The first Wednesday of January is the fifth. Yeah, so we'll be back then. So, yeah, soon we're coming back right at the start of the new year, which I'm anticipating we are. Yeah, we should be back then. We're taking a little break to um get stuff sorted. Things. Yeah, get stuff sorted. Yeah, we should come back better than ever. Yeah. So it'll be great. Yeah. Yeah. Just, uh, you know, we'll keep you updated on Twitter. Yeah. Probably. Probably. I was going to say, like, Facebook, but I don't always use Facebook, so. Yeah. No, Twitter's probably the better place since I think you're a little more active on that. Yeah. All right. Yep. Um, Anyway, you can follow our socials, Grandma the Podcast. Grandma yep. Tell Me a Scary on Instagram. Uh, email us at grandma the podcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Submit your stories. Yeah, if you want them read. If you don't want them read, then don't submit them. But I mean, but like, yeah, otherwise, why wouldn't you want them read? I mean, yeah. Have you seen a ghost at Fairport Harbor or Fairpoint Harbor? Fairport? Right? I just told you what it was called. I don't know. <laughs> you just did the story. I know. So, how'd you already forget? Uh, I'm not smart. Oh, um, that's a bummer. Yeah. No. Uh, no. Anyway. Yeah. Hit up at our socials. We'll let you know what's going on. And, yeah, I guess yeah. we'll see you in January. Yay! All right. Well, I've been Jeff. I've been Rachel. And this has been another installment of Grandma Tell Me a Scary Story, the yes, podcast. Woo! All right. And good night. Good night, Grandma. Good night.